We doing a skit? We got a skit? I did not did not write the skit. Let's just use the one from uh yeah. That one was great. It's good shit. <laughs> good shit. I was like, man, Sid must be writing a great skit right now. <laughs> Fuck that, dude. No. Okay, so I was on my way home from work. I didn't have the car today. I was on my way home from work, and my buddy was all like, yeah, we need to stop by uh, a buddy of mine's house on the way. He's giving me a ride. And I went to his house, and we smoked fucking green crack dabs, dude. It was like shatter. So, like, I was high as shit, and I got home and took a nap. So, sorry. No, it's cool. I just have to go pick up my daughter. Uh, She's school tomorrow after this, so it's like... Yeah, I'll I, wake her up and you just load her into the car. It's not a big deal. <laughs> you just you just have like a real life, you know, no big deal. <laughs> You're like, oh, I got all dabbed out. I'm just like, fuck, somebody's babysitting my kid right now. Yeah, Somebody. dabbed out as fuck in my bed. <laughs> They're right. still in school up there? It's back already or? Tomorrow. Is it not real school or what's the deal? She got two weeks off. They expect parents to just... Just take their kids for two weeks? Fuck! <laughs> See, I seem to remember that like school was out until MLK Day. So you had a, seriously a full month. That's fucking awesome. It was never like that for me when I was a kid. You'd always like, I don't know, start out. You'd start out the year of January and then like just have MLK Day off. It's like a three-day weekend. Yeah, I, I loved what MLK did. What, some Russian guy or something? Or, I don't know. I liked getting school off. That was awesome. All right, should we start? That was a bad one. Sure. I'll use a previous joke, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah a, that's a great way to get negative publicity for the podcast. Yeah, I don't know who this MLK guy is. <laughs> is he some Russian? <laughs> So, got any holiday plans yet, John? Nope. No plans. Every other year it's buy this, visit them, give money to that, no more. So what are you, anti-Christmas? Anti-Christmas. You're so anti-Santa. <laughs> Anti-Kringle all the way. <laughs> Hello, Swami! Howdy, homies. So, Sid, are you in the holiday spirit yet? Oh, yeah, I'm full of the spirit. It's all fa la 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 ling and rubber pump pumping. Hey, come on, man. They hold them, but they didn't tell them to bring a gift. No gift! The only thing he brought was his drum, and now I can't get him to stop. The Energizer Drummer Boy! You would think with all that drumming, he would wake the kid right up. Oh, he's awake. And he's screaming. Right in time with the fucking beat. Bad idea inviting the drummer. Horrible idea! Hey, dudes, you ever wonder if he lost his arm in the war or something, like the drummer boy from Death Leopard? Was in a war. <laughs> Sorry, that's my bad. I'm corpsing. Okay. 
Oh, yeah. He was there, man. Forget PTSD. He lost his arm and got hysteria. What's the deal with comedy bits? That was a good one, John. That fucking part about Def Leppard popped me. I was not expecting that. Whatever it is, I know I need it to my life. And one thing comes to mind when I say, I'm going to pleasure for days. Take me away. Take me to the highest place for I meditate. With a good memory's word. Because these are sentimental. Give me that feeling. Give me that feeling. Brought to you from Kamakula Studios in Frosty, Colorado. It's time for some blazing comedy. All right, welcome to Blazing Comedy, Tim's Random Joke, blah, blah, blah. And joining us as creator of Sid's Daisy Dukes, they are cheeky because so are you, Sid Sid Swami. Howdy, homies. Uh, it's Swami here. Fuck. Oh my my God. headphones, like, fucking died. I had to switch to a different pair of headphones, all right? I'm sorry. I can't control. I can't control how batteries work. I don't even know how fucking batteries work. What the fuck are even batteries? It used to be you could just, you know, if your battery died, you just fucking took the dead batteries out and threw them away and put in new batteries. But no. Now everybody's all fucking butthurt about the environment and everything has to be fucking rechargeable these days. So excuse the fuck out of me. My deepest fucking apologies. Welcome to Blazing. Speaking of butthurt, those Daisy Dukes are returnable up to 90 days. So log on to Sid Swami's whatever. And a man, when commenting on the current political climate, replied, Shut up, Tim. I don't have time for your crap today. John Oler! For the record, I never said that. I've al- I've always got time for your crap, Tim. <laughs> always. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. How's it going? New year, new new us. You got any uh, New Year's resolutions, John? Um, actually, I I did have a couple of resolutions. I mean, not really resolutions because those are kind of dumb, you know. But just stuff I want to try to do a little bit more or be a little more involved, you know. Get out of the house more frequently. <laughs> See, I, I've been throwing rocks at cops. I'm trying to start a New Year's revolution, and it's it's not going well. Oh, jeez. Been arrested twice. Ouch. It's, it's a new year. It's starting slow. City, you got any, uh, hmm? Peanuts? Cracker Jacks? Sid's getting another new mic. That's his resolution. And joining us, Sid Swami! Desperately looking for a lithium-ion battery ch- car- charging cable, Sid Swami. So, um, John, what's what's new with you, buddy? Let's do him Lisco style. That's what I always think of when I see a uh, restaurant that says Jalisco style. What's your favorite Mexican dish, John? My favorite Mexican dish? Yeah, like what do you order when you go, like, enchiladas? <sighs> no, chile Riano. 
that is like the hardest to make Mexican food of all Mexican foods. So you leave that to the professionals. All you do is deep fried chili pepper, right? Or what? Well, like, you know, if you're, you gotta like, you know, get the pepper and it's not chili. It's a, uh, what the hell is it? It's like a special, special kind of pepper, you know, and you gotta blanch it and gut it. And then you cook the meat and the cheese and then you deep fry it and all that stuff. And I'm one of those people where like, I don't deep fry anything at home. I don't have a fryer. I don't like do the ghetto version with a oil in a saucepan or something. That's just too fucking hard. Oil in a saucepan. Yeah. Get me hard. <laughs> oil in a saucepan. <laughs> sounds like an R. Kelly song. Wanna pee on you. Wanna pee on you. How was your Christmas? Uh, it was nice and quiet, so I'm very, very happy about that. Super happy about that. Nice. Did the family thing on Thanksgiving, so got Christmas off. Isn't that terrible when you consider, you know, visiting relatives as a form of work? Yeah, yeah. It's but I think everyone does. I think everyone does. It's like you live with them for 18 years. They drive you fucking up the wall, and then you just gotta get out of there. No kidding. My uh, brother-in-law, my sister's husband, he has this family where they just freaking love hanging out with each other, love being together. Oh, disgusting. All that kind of stuff. I mean, it's such an alien concept to me and my sister. But I mean, they're really good people, though. I mean, they're really fun people, too. So it's it's not like, you know. Do they send Christmas cards? Fucking assholes. They send cards. They send a lot of cards. Okay, let me tell you how good these people are. I mean, you're going to start vomiting. Like, his, my sister-in-law's husband, his dad was a helicopter pilot in Vietnam and, like, was there for, like, three tours and did some seriously fucked up shit and stuff. Really cool guy. They had two kids of their own, and then they adopted two orphans, uh, both from Korea, I think for Christmas. They all get together for Christmas. This year, they all went to Branson. Um, You know, they spend all their holidays together. They travel and vacation together. Um, Some some of the kids are getting, uh, like, the the oldest of the the grandkids is uh, a freshman in college, I think, you know. Tell them to invite me to some parties. Come on, John. You know, it's a point where, you know, they're, they're teenagers, and they still hang out with their family and their parents and grandparents and aunts and uncles and cousins and stuff. It's beautiful. I mean, it's it's really beautiful, and and like you go to his uh, uh, house, and he's got these big blown up photos of all the kids when they were kids, and all of like the spouses when they were kids and stuff, and it is just like incredible. You're like, oh my god, people like this do not exist. I love it when like pictures of kids is just like a person with a bigger head. <laughs> kids have you just. Try to buy a baseball cap that looks normal on a kid. You can't. No, you can't. Well, also, like, don't uh, kids' hats, and I know this because I got a young niece and nephew. It's like they're different than normal person hats. Like, you know how normal person hats have got the thing in the back where you can adjust it and stuff like that? Not so much with kid hats. Kids are normal people, John, but now I know why you don't have children. (laughs) My sister and her family, they're at Disney World right now, so I'm getting all the pictures of all the crap they're buying for the kids and stuff and you know it's like oh god they're they're never going to make it back to school with it you just you're such a festive guy john you're just you're always in the spirit of like helping kids out to have joy and love (laughs) 
those little monsters. Oh my god. Well, they they did that thing where they plunked down the money and they got the Disney Vacation Club membership thing or whatever. It's like a Disney sponsored timeshare kind of thing. My 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 cousins did that, but they got these these like plastic it looks like those Fitbit bracelets, but they're they're Disney ones with the ears on them and they can just walk through the park and just fucking do whatever the fuck they want. That's on top of your uh, timeshare participation. Like she was laying it all out for me, and it, it, it it's just I would consider it scamtastic. But I guess if you've got kids, it's a better deal than if you just try to go down there and stay in a hotel and buy the passes and everything. But you know, you you get like a discount off the park admission. You don't get like free admission or anything. Yes, we're gonna head off to the Dominican Republic for a week. Uh, coming up pretty soon here. And uh, the the hotel is reported to have a casino in it. Where in the Dominican Republic are you going? Uh, it's on the Caribbean side. Uh, what the hell's the name of the town? Like uh, La, La Romana or something like that? Yes. John, John, can you do me a favor? Yes, sir. Can you grab a pack- package for me while you're down there? <laughs> what, what, what kind of package <laughs> are you talking about here? John, John, it's just, you're in the, in the perfect area. Just meet Manuel. Just meet this guy. Don't worry, he's got your picture. You won't be able to understand a word he says. Just hand him a briefcase. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch that Locked Up Abroad show on Nat Geo? Mm, yeah, kinda. Oh my god, like, there there's so many stories just like that. You know, mostly it's when, you know, dumb college kids or something like that, and you're just like, oh my god, how can anybody even remotely think that this is a good idea? You know, I invited him to my house for a few beers. <laughs> Well, there's like these dudes and they'll go around to, you know, college campuses and stuff looking for dumb people. And they'll be like, hey, you want a free vacation? And they'll be like, oh, yeah, sure. You know, and then they get down there and they're kind of like held captive in this hotel. And, you know, they tape all the cocaine to them and threaten their lives and shit. And, of course, they get caught because, you know, it's some 18-year-old white girl that magically has this series of bulges around her waist. Well, hey, 2019's off to a kind of rough start, you know. It's a uh, government shutdown, and we've had a whole bunch of people die, and we're only like, you know, a week in so far, right? It's going to be a rough one, folks. Uh, mean Gene. Oh, yeah, that was a bad one. Yeah, and then uh, the captain of the captain and Tennille. Uh, who cares about them? Anyone else? Uh, you might not remember this guy, but uh, the Southwest Airlines guy, uh, Herb... Helker? Oh, I know Herb Helker. <laughs> no, I don't know. He did He did all that. He was like the CEO of Southwest. He started it up, and um, in the 90s, he was kind of like the face of it, and he did all those wacky stuff, like he arm-wrestled another, uh, another airline CEO over a slogan, and uh, you know, he'd, he'd do all kinds of other kind of wacky stunt stuff, but... Uh, he was also an unrepentant smoker. Like he loved smoking. He didn't give a shit who knew about that. So, and uh, there was there was another one. Let me see here. I'm looking. I'm looking at my list real quick because I actually I, this is how terrible a person I am. I'm I'm actually in a celebrity Deadpool thing. It's nothing but bragging rights. But uh, that's where you guys all dress up like celebrity versions of Deadpool. No, no. Before that, oh yeah, holy shit, uh, Super Dave Osborne dead. Super Dave, I love that shit. Yeah, no more. You can't love him anymore. Well, I can love him, John. Bob Einstein, dead at 76. I can still love him. 
Sid, you there? Yeah, we we love him in his hearts. Sid. Yeah, we're talking about some of Sid's favorite people. Sid loves Super Dave Osborne. It's like his champion, his hero. You know, the thing about Super Dave is the whole thing was a setup. You know, it was all a bit. And uh, it was funny when it was a bit, but when it was serious, it was kind of dumb. Like, he had that whole cartoon show and stuff. Yeah, like, the whole th- the point of it is that, like, he's setting up these big stunts, like he's... Like he's uh, Evil Knievel right, yeah. or whatever, the day of the event right. or whatever, and then it just goes haywire and he smashes into the wall or whatever. All right, now what I'm going to do, I'll have to ask for quiet from the crowd. I appreciate that this many people showed up today for this event, but I'm going to have to ask for silence because the timing of what I'm doing now is very key. Now it's all between me and the man in the crane, and don't do anything until I say go. What they're going to try to do is crush me with an 11-ton metal... But when it was like a TV show, it was scripted. It was it was real dumb, yeah. When lives are at stake and the danger too great, there is but one hero daring enough to rise to any challenge. He's incredible. He's spectacular. He's Super Dave Osborne. Daredevil for hire. I don't know. It, the whole gimmick was, it was so known at that point. Yeah, and like some of the original ones were actually pretty funny. Like, you know, they're setting it up and he's describing it and it's really just a roller coaster, you know? And he's, he's like, you know, talking about how. It's like, yeah, it's fine. You look down here doing this thing. Yeah. I mean, that stuff was good, but, but yeah, some of the later stuff was kind of a little tortured. You don't say Sid. You don't say. Oh, man. Three times. That's crazy. John, are you not yep. picking up this audio? Sid's our Super Dave for audio. Sid, good point. Another great point. I, this is valuable information. Sid, we can't hear you still, man. You there? Sid, help us. Help us, Sid. You're our only hope. Sid's Daisy Dukes. Go on down to SidsDaisyDukes.com. We'll get you, uh, we'll get you squared away. Maybe it should be Sid's Hot Pants. I don't know why, but, like, Hot Pants somehow seem less trashy to me than Daisy Dukes. Sid loves trashy. <laughs> don't we all love trashy? Listen to his mic quality. I mean, come on. Oh. Crackle. A bit Ow. more, Sid. <laughs> <laughs> Hit him where it hurts. Hit him where it hurts. Oh, that hurts. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're going to do a Patreon and a GoFundMe for Sid's headphones. He's got to uh, he's got to shock the hamster into getting back on the wheel. Brick, 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 boom. Chick, chick, chick. So, I, uh, this New Year's revolution thing, John, you don't think it's a good idea? Revolution or resolution? Revolution. I'm, I'm thinking of buying right, a bunch of muskets or making them, right? Cause... I don't know. They've been cracking down on that, too. Did you hear about that uh, kid who got arrested for murder for throwing rocks at cars? Yeah, but these are muskets. They're badass. What's... Well, I mean, you know, you throw a rock and get a murder charge. If you throw a musket at him, you're going to catch a charge. Throw a musket at him. 
You knew where I was going with that one, John. <laughs> yeah, after that first shot, I mean, you might as well throw it at him. What are you going to do? Get down there and... Hold. Hold till you see the whites of their eyes, boys. <laughs> the whites of their eyes over I-35. They're going like 70 miles an hour. <laughs> You're trying to hit them with the musket that has a muzzle velocity less than what they're traveling at. I'm making these muskets, John. They're going to be made out of PVC pipe, and they're going to be cheap and sturdy and effective. Oh, great. Now the FBI is listening again. And then they had that uh, other thing down in Houston where that little girl got shot in the Walmart parking lot. Man, 2019's rough. It's going to be tough. God, Mean Gene. Do we get a moment of silence for Mean Gene? Oh, come on, Gino. Come on, all the way to the top. Come on, Gino. Out of the Hulkster, man. Oh, Hulk. Come on, Gino. Come on. Come on, Gino. Did you ever uh, happen to go to any of his burger joints? No, I'd never had the pleasure. Yeah, well, it's not it's not much of a pleasure. Well, I mean, I've had the pleasure, but I mean, I haven't had the pleasure of going there. <laughs> yeah, um, it was kind of like you found him in like gas stations and bowling alleys, you know, and that it, it was not very good food at all, but it had his face on it. Oh, that's where you get the best food, though, John. I think. Oh no, no, this was not good food. This. It wasn't a delicatessen. Ah, uh, no, it was. It was literally like frozen hamburger patties and you know the kind of crappy frozen ones where they kind of thaw and they're in the same shape they were when they were frozen and they taste like crap yeah i mean what shape do you want them in john come on you're getting kind of picky here <laughs> well you know how some of them they, they at least like you know they come in different shapes kind of like chicken nuggets you know we're a little bit fooled and thinking they don't come out of a factory yeah I, I like a little bit of suspending disbelief in my fast food i like a little little engineering yeah yeah, you know, give the people a little something. All right. Hello. Hello. Oh. Testicles, one, two. Testicles, one, two. Oh, uh, thank God. We thought in the... Tw- we thought sorry. Tw- gotcha. Sorry, people at home. Just expose the business a little bit. I, I run the show off of old Commodore 64 because it's all I can afford. So one of my filaments went out, but I got a coat hanger, a little bit of duct tape. It's good as new as soon as the fire went out. So, all right. Ready to record some more. Dude, you should totally, like, uh, get hired at McDonald's for one day and steal one of their headsets. Dude, I tried. They don't work once you leave the parking lot. It's fucking bullshit. It's like shopping carts. What's up with shopping carts nowadays, man? You can't even fucking, like, you can't even park, like, outside of the parking lot and then move the shopping cart over to your car, man. Sometimes, you know, I like to park in the Sonic parking lot. That way I can get me a Route 44 uh, blue banana that before I go into the fucking store. And then on the way out, I like to get some chili cheese tots. But I can't do that now. Yeah, we used to, in, in high school, we used to just go get a couple shopping carts and then leave with them and then just crash them into each other and like riding them and shit. And then we we would also go to McDonald's and get those trays when it was snowing out and fucking sled down the hills with those fucking trays. Oh, those fucking badass. I bet that shit rocked, dude. dude. Their thing is there's no traction on the bottom of those trays, so you just keep going forever. You ever been like driving down a road there and you see like a target cart or a walmart cart and it's like way far away from home and you're kind of like god damn somebody pushed this thing all the way over here like how did you get here buddy and then like you always see like one that's like outside of the parking lot and then it's just there and then it's tipped over because like 
the they got past the wheel lock thing and the wheel locked up. And they're like, fuck, and they're just like, fuck it, dump it. <laughs> <laughs> just leave it there. Like, all right, well, you got your shopping cart back. Well, How much do worst? you think a shopping cart costs? Like, if you were just going to go out there, you know, to some wholesale place and buy a shopping cart. hundred bucks, probably. There's a lot of metal in it, I think. Three wheels or four wheels, I guess. Oh, yeah, for sure, wheels. man. Like, uh, there was a that was a whole fucking grift back in the day was stealing the shopping carts and then fixing them up and selling them back to the fucking store. Isn't that the plot of uh, Trailer Park Boys? I do want to say that was that's one of the does. grifts. Yeah, that's one of the grifts that they did for sure. I fucking love that show. I heard it's animated now, so I don't know. Like, has anybody seen any of the animated Trailer Park Boys yet? Yeah, I gotta tell you, I I kind of stopped watching that after a few seasons because it gets all, you know, it's that weird Canadian thing or British thing where they do like Christmas specials and then they have, you know, the seasons aren't numbered. They're like different titles and shit like that so it gets kind of confusing well they did a movie on netflix uh that where they're like they're making a movie but they have this blue drug that they ate and then they just trip out for like a day and then they wake up and like the town's going crazy and everyone eating this blue drug is going crazy but they are trying to save it so like they keep getting tricked into eating the drug and then they trip out for a couple more days and then things just keep getting worse and worse and worse and they're like quit eating the fucking drugs and it's like it's it was pretty good but it was like one of those zany far-fetched trailer part yeah is the blue drug that uh flintstones chewable viagra that i've been seeing around on the internet lately i think it's called like blue chew i don't know yeah, my favorite character on Trailer Park Boys was always uh, Mr. Leahy and Randy. And, like, I always love how, after a while, uh, Mr. Leahy would just start calling Randy, like, Randy and Randy Randy and then Randy Randy Bo Bandy. And he would, like, just keep going long, like longer and longer in the name game song. So, like, by yeah. season six, he was like, all right, Randy Bandy Bo Bandy Banana Fanta for Bandy. We're going to get these bastards this time. Randy's the one that walks around with a glass of whiskey the whole time, right? No, no. Uh, so. Randy is the guy that never wears a shirt. Ah, shit. Fuck, everybody. Let's go down and see what liquor we can salvage. Want to get drunk tonight, Rand? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like the guy who walks around the glass of whiskey, waking up and he's got a glass of whiskey. I want to say that that's rum and cola, actually. He's like always got a rum and cola in his hand. Yep. Well, I, my favorite episode, hands down, is the one with the uh, Bible salesman who are the con men. And uh, then they go to the strip club and fuck the stripper. Oh, uh, yeah, that guy was super fucking greasy. Oh, man. God, yeah, that, that was, uh, I think that was season two, the one that had Ellen Page in it. Oh, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's weird how Ellen Page was in that show before she got famous in movies. You don't really see her in many movies anymore these days, though. Do you think that uh, she... Like- she's become like a full-time uh, lesbian activist chick, and I think she only does movies for the money now. She was in that god awful remake of uh, Sleepers or whatever. You know, where like they die and they come back and there's like a brain parasite in there or something. Oh, yeah. I think I remember what you're talking about. They're like all college students, right? And they like right, yeah. kill themselves and come back to life right. on purpose. That I feel like that's not even that recent, though. That was like over two years oh, ago well, now. 
Uh, yeah, you're probably right about Frighteners that. Frighteners or something like that, or what was it called? Yeah, Frighteners. That's what it is. No, it was Flatliners. Frighteners is that fucking sweet uh, yeah. Peter Jackson movie, Fr- The Frighteners. That's with uh, um, Michael J. Fox, where he's like a ghost detective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the frighteners. The Peter Arlie Jackson Emery in it. Yeah, that was the shit. That was a good one. Oh man, Arlie Emery, we lost him this year. That guy was so fucking cool. Like, who's gonna be awesome. the voice of fucking uh, ranking officers in cartoons now? Pile. I don't think that this. was Arlie Emery, though, the guy that was on Gomer Pile USMC. That no. guy's definitely dead, though. Whoever did that, Pile Shazam. Is Jim Neighbor still well, alive? We were, we were talking Neighbor. about this uh, bef- while you were taking your uh, siesta there, Sid, about all the people we've already lost in 2019, like Mean Gene. Oh, yeah, yeah. I th- did they ever come out with like a legit cause of death on Mean Gene, dude? Because I hope it's not drugs. It's always sad when it's drugs, dude. If I recall, he had some kind of like long-term illness thing that he'd been oh, fighting okay. for a while. Cause wasn't it like they they put him in the Hall of Fame or something, and he was looking really rough, or like some well, some like anniversary thing or something? They brought him out, and he was just like not looking good. They they said they found him dead, suffocated, choked on uh, Andre the Giant's petrified penis. I don't know. I don't know why he would keep that. Holy shit, dude. I bet Andre the Giant's dick. Because you would imagine that his fingers are the size of, like, a normal man's dick. So his dick must have been the size of, like, a fucking loaf of French bread or something. The Giant's dick. Yeah. Dude, that shit would be crazy. Or, like, maybe it's one of those cruel tricks where it's like, you know, you made a deal with a shady wizard and everything's giant except for your penis. Oh my god, like in that movie uh, Bedazzled with Elizabeth Hurley and fucking oh, yeah. Catcher. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's like a fucking huge basketball player, but he's got a micro penis. I made a deal with the devil about my penis like once a week in high school. <laughs> I made a deal with the devil one time to smoke real G13. It wasn't that good. And yes, Sid, the itching finally went away. Years, years later. All right. So I'm a uh, non-paid, non-attorney spokesperson for making deals with the devil. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, speaking of deals with the devil in 2019, uh, Dr. Pimple Popper is back on the TV. I got some work for her, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that I don't know why I'm so fascinated by that stuff, but oh my God, just like the... The horrible, horrible things that can happen to your skin and all that. Oh my god, it's terrible. I feel so bad for the people on that show. Yeah, pimples. It's the worst. No, but she does like all sorts of skin diseases and shit like that, but it's like that's a terrible like branding decision, I think. Like pimple popper or like, ooh. You think people are like, ooh, that's a cool, funny, wacky name or no. Oh, there's people that are into that. Like really into that. They got that uh that uh, thing where you can uh, pop artificial pimples and there's like a little goo that you squirt into it and then you can, you know, pop pimples at your leisure. Is it the same concept as like those fake dicks that people are supposed to pee on each other with, but everybody uses it just to cheat on drug tests? Yeah, I guess so. You know, or or like those, you know, things where you can like squirt out the fake blood on Halloween or whatever. I use those things to uh, sneak booze into ball games. It's just what the way I like drinking my booze out of a 
penis shaped urinator. Y'all remember that movie Freaked from back in the day? I fucking Cinemassacre did a review of it, and there was some gnarly pimple goo effects in that, man. Like, the guy would scream, and, like, a zit would pop on his face, shooting freaking slime everywhere. Oh, that movie was so fucking cool. Is that anime? Nah, brother, it was like a live action movie. It's pretty, it's pretty forgotten. It's like one of those movies that's like, Forgotten, but still pretty good, like Tourist Trap. Yeah, what's Tourist Trap? Oh, dude, Tourist Trap's awesome. So it's got Chuck Connors, which uh, he was a really famous actor uh, for doing The Rifleman, which was like an old Western TV show. It was fucking sweet. But um, it's like these kids get broke down on the side of the road and they end up visiting this wax museum where like, I guess the puppets are like extra advanced and, um, uh, they're like made from dead bodies. And in the beginning of the movie, it's so fucking crazy. Like the guy like goes into a gas station and all these fucking like dummies surround him and this lead pipe flies out of nowhere and stabs him through his kidney. I'm not going to give away anymore. Cause it's like for like, Really sweet. Movie. <laughs> I can't give like, away anymore. <laughs> that was good. I'm gonna check that out. You guys ever see Puppet Master back in the day? Where all, all those little puppets? Yeah, there's like hell yeah, yeah dude. Did they dozen. make like six of those? Yeah, <laughs> there's so many Puppet Masters. My uh, favorite one was the guy who had like the tiny legs and the big swole bod, so he looked like a gorilla. Yeah, he had like a little tiny head and shit. Like yeah, it's swole dude, but is it a little tiny doll? Like those were so stupid. It's like, all I did was scare kids. Adults are like, this is fucking dumb. But then when like a kid's like, I can't go to sleep in my room. The fucking doll is looking at me. It's like, that's the kind of stuff you used to be able to catch on like late night basic cable back in the day. You know, when you're having to sleep over at a friend's house or something and, you know, it comes on at 11 p.m. or something. The ultimate doll horror movie has got to be Child's Play, though. I mean, like, Chucky, he's still fucking awesome, dude. He's, like, he became one of the cheesiest fucking horror characters. Well, I guess he, like, started out as one of the cheesiest. But, like, those movies just got progressively worse. But they just have, like, a certain charm. Uh, sir, Sir, I disagree. I'd say that they progressively got better, but then when they started doing the shitty reboots, because there's like two or three shitty reboots now that are just awful. They just come out with another one on Netflix, and it's called Cult of Chucky. And basically, there's three or four of the dolls. And uh, these people are in a mental ward because they were in the last Chucky movie, and, and, and the cops, like showed up and Chucky was gone or something. So they're like all going crazy, and then Chucky shows up there to try to kill them all and shit. And then... At the very end of the movie, there's fucking Jennifer Tilly, and she's like, "Hey, sweetie, I'm came to get you, and I love you." Like, <laughs> That's so spot on. <laughs> this is so dumb. Do you See, think of Chucky Jennifer is fucking awesome? Tilly's though. real voice, or do you think that she like? Works her voice. Oh, that's that's her real voice. Have you ever seen her doing the uh, World Series of Poker or anything? No. Yeah, it's that's pretty close to her real voice. I mean, I'm sure she amps it up a little she bit. She deserved but. fame in the 90s. She does not deserve fame anymore. She's a fucking washed up. Oh, come on. Oh, man, come on. I think she's really good. can't great. rag on Jennifer Tilly. Okay, sorry. Uh, take back what I said. 
So there's some people that are like character actors based on how they look. And then there's some people that are character actors based on how they sound. And she'll always have fucking work because of that voice. Who was that guy back in the nineties? He had this great look and he had the best voice. He was in Mrs. Doubtfire and his voice was really raspy. Like, Oh, that's a uh, uh, Harvey. Uh, oh, what's his name? Oh, perfect. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes, and he had that great voice that's just well, he, like this. He did uh, Disney movies. He does a lot of drag stuff. He was in uh, like the uh, uh, Hairspray for a long time. Harvey Firestein. Thank you, Google. He was a voice of, in Mulan. He was a voice in some other movies. Right, that guy should always be, as long as he can talk, you should be able to get, well, just look at Boris Karloff, the guy that played Frankenstein, like, that guy's voice was so great, he had voiceover roles, like, right up until he died, of course, that guy just looked amazing, too, he had such a great, like, face for being a monster. I like the, uh, the SNL guy. Don Pardo, and joining us, Jim Carrey! You talk about uh, Phil Hartman, uh, the announcer Pardo, John the Pardo guy. Oh yeah, he's dead. Yeah, so he like like probably seven or eight years ago they stopped doing the during the monologue where it's like, you know, Will Ferrell. Yeah, he would. His voice would be like, I know what you're talking about. I know the guy you're talking about now. He would like name all the guys. Uh, he'd name everybody and special musical guest. Oh, the classic one is freaking Gary Owens. Oh, okay. Did all the voiceovers for like just about every damn show, and then he was uh, on Laughing, you know, and they actually showed his face and stuff. What about the guy that does the uh, move voiceovers for all the like upcoming blockbusts this summer in a world? Oh, you <laughs> know who that guy is. I don't know who that guy is. Um, have you ever seen? Uh... Uh, have you ever seen the uh, Lady Dynamite or uh, A Serious Man? None of that stuff rings a bell, man. You know, like, <sighs> if it's not a shitty drive-in horror movie, I'm not, like, educated about it. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, uh, all of that stuff is indoor bullshit, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if we can find something. Uh, Fred uh, Melmed? Melmed? Something like that. Pulling, pulling that directly out of my diary, John. It's the dreamy <laughs> eyes. The um, oh, Honest Game Trailers man. guy has a really epic voice like him, but I guess like he'd probably just spend a bunch of time trying to sound like that guy, you know, like trying to imitate him. There's only one original, like Michael Buffer, the Let's Get Ready to Rumble guy. Oh, yeah. There's like everybody tries to imitate that, but there's only one. Yeah, but that guy so overplayed his hand. They're great. He was in the, every freaking uh, commercial for everything for a while, and it was like that long, uncomfortable fifteen-second "Let's Get Ready to Rumble," and it was for like some stupid, you know, flower show at your freaking local civic center, and you're like, "Oh my god, Why? stop!" Doesn't matter. That guy is fucking still getting money. UFC boxing. That guy is still working his ass off. Saying the same shit he's been saying for like 25 years, bro. Yeah, he gets paid and immediately goes to the hotel bar and starts drinking. Dude, I bet he does toot. He looks like he's a tutor. Everybody says, let's get ready to rumble. But nobody says, how are you ready to rumble? 
No one ever says, how was your day, Tim? <laughs> Sorry, guys. I've been walking around with that all day. Tim. Plus, if you've got something are like you that. Are you ready to rumble? Remember that episode of The Simpsons where uh, Bart had the catchphrase, I didn't do it, and, and he eventually grows to hate it so much? You can't overplay that. If you got something like that, you gotta you got to dole it out very, very little so you can milk that thing as long as you can. Yeah, I'm bringing back Eat My Shorts. Fucking, let's do this. Eat my shorts, John. I feel like I used to have some kind of catchphrase that I overplayed and I don't use anymore, but I can't remember anymore. Stretchy ball sacks unite. I think it was gotcho. I used to call everything gotcha back in the day. <laughs> hey there, gotcho. Yeah, you gotcho, gotcho, you creepy cowboy. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Creepy cowboy. I don't know why you don't say that one anymore, Sid. He's <laughs> like a cowboy, except he's like, you know, riding his horse through people's backyards, peeking on the windows. Gotcha, gotcha, bitch! Gotcha. That's uh, fucking, uh, it's some kind of Mexican slang. I learned it from Kenny Perez, the uh, guy that I'm a non-attorney <laughs> spokesperson for his food truck, winter, winter, chicken dinner, if that's even still a thing. Is that even still a thing? Come on down it's to probably not. Dinner, get a guacamole for nine ninety five. Dude, I would pay nine thousand nine hundred ninety five for some guacamole. Those are fucking awesome. <laughs> it's not a nickel bolus made of guacamole. Like I said, it's something even better it's than like that. It's like fried guacamole. It's amazing. Yeah, it is, bro. It's fucking. I've got a terrible confession to make. Uh-oh. And and maybe this is like the cilantro thing, and it's genetic or something. I hate guacamole too. But I can't, I cannot stand guacamole or avocados. Like raw avocado. Oh my god, I can't I can't take it's that. Creamy, like a fruit should or vegetable should not be creamy. Ah, I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, I I am not on team creamy. Like mayonnaise, Miracle Whip, stuff like that. Oh god, I can't eat. Well, that. I'm on team creamy, but not for this. I don't even like creamy ice cream. You like creamy peanut butter, John? Or you get the peanuts. Well, that's that's different, though, because like creamy peanut butter means there's none of the peanut butter chunks in there, like somebody's turd. So, yeah, I'm on team creamy peanut butter, but that's not the same thing. Okay, what about like uh, eggnog or coquito or like uh, white Russians? No, no. John, we're getting some shirts printed up for team creamy peanut butter. What's your shirt size again? Oh, hell no. Just anything that's like thick like that, you know, has a lot of, uh, you know, uh, heavy whipping cream or butter or whatever is the base. Oh, Jesus, no. Oh, or dude, I didn't even know that. So you can't yeah. even really, can you even get down with like queso? Well, yeah, I mean, queso is different because that's just like melted cheese. You know, it's not that, that, uh, you know, queso isn't squishy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. It's more viscous. It's not. It's not too. It's not too thick. Right. If you bit into a donut that was full of queso, you'd be like, "Oh, hey, a donut full of queso." But if you bit into a donut that was full of mayonnaise, you'd be so grossed out, right? Dude, if you bit into a donut full of queso, you'd probably suffer from a first degree burn. <laughs> <laughs> John, you know I just started at that donut factory. You just blew my idea. The mayonnaise donut is going to take off in 2019, and 
We're going to put Longmont on the spot. You see, John, you'll see. You know, I always you'll thought see. that a barbecue flavored donut would be delicious, but nobody wants to go along with me on that. It's not a savory treat. It's like a sweet treat. It's, once you go into savory, like gravy on a on a on a donut. Well, that's just disgusting now. Something about that also conjures just like sexual uh, feelings in me. Gravy and donuts. I don't know, man. Donuts are very sexy. They are very sexy. I find nothing sexy about donuts. No, kind of not. Uh, no. I mean, you don't see it, though, John. I mean, you don't look at a donut and you're like, I mean, I would. I mean. You know, n- number one, what kind of donuts are you guys eating? That's No, that's not right. It's uh, Georgie O'Keefe brand donuts. They look like vaginas. <laughs> Art joke. That's for the art artsy guys out there. Alright. Show of the week. Uh, Sid, go ahead. Start us off. I have tried out this new streaming service so I could catch up on Goblin Slayer, which I talked about on a previous episode that may or may not be released. Um, I'm not sure. But um, I checked out like some of the other stuff and I found shutter and I found on there that Joe Bob Briggs, the host of monster vision had come back with his own series. You know, a lot of people write me and say, Hey, Joe Bob Briggs, just what is monster vision? You don't need no special glasses or an insect's head. Just a healthy love for slime and disrespect for the dead. We'll talk about some movies by the old double wide. And when you get that creepy feeling creeping up inside, well, then you got Monster Vision. It's a heck of a fright. We're tearing the heart out of Saturday night. These Monster Vision movies serve a primitive drive. Cause watching people die can make you feel so alive So throw away your clicker now, the flicks have begun Cause there's nothing you can do while fully dressed It's as fun as watching TNT beneath the bugs after light We're tearing the heart out of Saturday night Tearing the heart out of Saturday night Monster Vision was this awesome thing they had back in the 90s where like it started at 8 p.m. on Saturday night and they would run until dawn and they would just show these old monster movies like a lot of them were bad, you know, like really shitty movies, you know, so um, uh, I was like so excited to see Joe Bob was back and the first thing he did on his Christmas special was all of the Phantasm movies. Which I don't know if like you guys ever watched Phantasm, but it is the ultimate like stoner horror flick. It is the hardest fucking shit to follow. Phantasm is probably the pinnacle of like late eighties horror. And that's the one with like the glowing orb that or the the metal orb and then the dude who like who's bald or super tall like throws the the globe around and kills people and shit, right? Yeah, totally. Well, yeah, it's totally. Like, uh, <laughs> It's it's hard to explain. So the orbs they fly around uh, independently, and uh, one of the like awesome scenes that made like a lot of people sick back in the day. And the first one is the orbs are bladed, and the blades will stick into you, and then this drill goes into your face, and it sprays blood out of the other side. You know, but I don't know that 
like the gore isn't really what makes this movie what it is is just like the psychedelic like it's definitely a stoner flick yeah and this as is well as this is the one that's got like the creepy undertaker looking kind of guy with the hat and everything right well he doesn't wear a hat he uh you're talking about the tall man. Um, he right, yeah, yeah. has like a sort of shoulder length gray hair. Uh, yeah. And he commands uh, a lady in lavender who is like this hot prostitute that like picks guys up and then fucks them and stabs them with a dagger. He commands the spheres and he commands like zombies and other like crazy creatures. And he also has this army of like dwarven monks. And the the movie is like insanely hard to follow. But Joe Bob Briggs helps you by giving you recommendations of what strains to smoke while you're watching it. So you can achieve maximum. Dude, I love Joe Bob Briggs, dude. Back in the day, like in between the commercials on the movies, he'd be like, all righty. Hey guys, you know we're making popcorn here in the in the uh, lounge, you know, and like he had like some hot chick with him. It was always dumb. He's like, oh, okay, this dummy. No, yeah, gotta... she's still here, the mailbag girl. Yeah, she does the um, and um, yeah, dude, it's great. Joe Bob is back. Uh, he it starts out by doing the Phantasm movies. It's on Shutter. Uh, which is available through Amazon. I want to say I've got it through Verve. Um, definitely, I highly recommend, even if you don't want to watch it like uh, in the host style, if you don't like people interrupting the movie and talking about it, I just recommend like watching the Phantasm movies, like getting high as shit and watching Phantasm. Because, like I said, don't worry about trying to follow the plot. Just like get stoned to shit and enjoy the ride because the plot is not something that's going to make any fucking sense to anybody. Like (laughs) it's just, it's hard, you know, like it's hard to follow. There's five of them. Now, Joe Bob Briggs and his marathon, he refuses to show the second movie. And I don't even think this counts as a spoiler, but I'm just going to tell you why. Like he says he refuses to show it because like, even though he's like the king of trashy drive in cinema, he does not condone uh, the harm of children, animals or straight up snuff films. And in phantasm two, they went too far with the senseless destruction of a 1972 Hemi Cuda. They only made like 150,000 of those. So I can see where he's coming from. He just does not condone it and refuses to show it uh, in his drive-in. So, yeah. It's my show of the week. Fucking Joe Bob Riggs is back. I think back in the day, like, Hellraiser, like, really went into that, like, campy gore stuff. And, like, it was really, like, the goriest one at the time. And then all of a sudden Saw comes out and they push it so fucking far and they make it realistic. Where it's, like, gore is kind of lost on that audience now. Where it's, like, you know... Well, it's hard to compare Hellraiser and Saw because, like you said, Saw does take a very realistic approach to horror, where Hellraiser is like this Clive Barker with crazy monsters and creature effects and stuff like that. And it's a different kind of gore. Um, I would liken uh, Hellraiser to something in the modern day would be more like I don't know, like paranormal activity, that kind of series, like that just has that like, or what's the other one that's like a few different movies. I want to say Annabelle is part of that uh, universe, uh, the last like horror doll movie, like 
the conjuring yeah the conjuring universe i would liken it more to something like that where it's like well, gore yeah. with a very supernatural the overtone. thing that sets hellraiser apart for me is that it's kind of the first well probably not the first but whatever we're gonna get hate mail it says hate mail at gmail.com it's it's kind of like they've got that weird undercurrent of like, oh, goth kids who want to be tortured for all eternity because it's pleasurable can summon Pinhead, you know, and it's just such a stupid ass thing. So my show of the week is a uh, it's a movie from Netflix. Uh, I finally caught up on my Avengers: Infinity War, you know, and it leaves it ends on a cliffhanger, so I don't want to spoil anything for everyone. But uh, they all die. He kills every one of those motherfuckers. They're all dead. They, they're coming for you. You're going to die. Yeah, if you don't, like, know what happened in that movie. I still haven't seen the movie. I'm not a big, like, Marvel movie fan. Like, I find the writing to be, like, too, like, comedy and not oh, yeah. like, in a good way. Fuck Marvel, but let's talk about Phantasm. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. No, like, I... Here's the thing, man. I'm all about like uh, some shit that's like completely obscure and like fucking far out, like Phantasm. But Marvel, I feel like it just doesn't. It doesn't speak to me. Like I liked Iron Man, but I never really could get into like Captain America and the new Spider Man. Like I, I didn't really like that much either. Like it just is too. It's too silly. It's too much like a comedy movie. Where, like, I want it to be serious. Now, Guardians of the Galaxy is the fucking shit. And I know that Infinity War has a lot to do with Guardians of the Galaxy, which makes me think that I would probably would like it. Uh, and yes, I know Guardians of the Galaxy is the most comedy of it at all of them all, but I feel like it works better for that movie than it does for the other ones, like Thor. And shit. I thought I would like them more in the movie, too. But the thing is, with Guardians of the Whole Galaxy the whole movie they crafted around like this, this like s- emotional story where there's like love and music and fucking all this shit. When they're a character in someone else's movie, it's like the theme's not throughout the whole movie. You know what I mean? It's like they show up and they're like, Hey, what's up? They're playing the music and like whatever. But it, it, it to- totally doesn't feel like a guardians movie, which is a bummer, but I thought it was good. I liked it because Tony Stark, that fucker needed to die. You notice in this Infinity War one, he's walking around in like a sweatsuit and then like shit will start happening and then he'll like push a button and then like this like liquid metal forms around him and then he's got the Iron Man suit on there. And I was like, that is probably something he made, he put in his contract where he's like, I'm not going to, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to fucking get up he, every day and sit in makeup for fucking five <laughs> hours. Fuck that. Half his scenes, he's just walking around as fucking Robert Downey Jr. You know that none of that shit is real, right? No, but he had to, like, with the mask up and talk to people and shit like that, and it's like, now all his scenes are just him. No, no, that's... Dude, none of that... Tim, none of that's real. It's like, seriously, all CGI. If you, like, you know, Google for pictures, he's just got, like, the little green dots all over his face, and he's wearing one of those bodysuits. On this one, he doesn't he's have to He's not even a real guy. Because he's wearing his normal clothes. He, he looks normal. Dude, he never had to do that. <laughs> So what you're he's saying wearing like is a that he was wearing the sweatpants the whole time? 
Yeah, sweatpants with little ping pong balls on them. That's fucking awesome, dude. I want a job where I can wear sweatpants. That's why I always thought Biker Undertaker was the best Undertaker <laughs> because he was wearing sweatpants most of the time. Like, this guy's got it fucking figured out. This guy is hashtag career goals. You got a show of the week, John? Uh, I sure do. I'm going to cross over to the dark side. This one's on Hulu. And uh, just like our chat of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and all that stuff, it's uh, it's a little bit uh, day late and a dollar short, but it's called The First. It is about a near future where we're sending a group of astronauts to Mars. And uh, you might think that it sounds boring as shit, but it's not really about sending people to Mars. It's about all the people on Earth and their relationships, and it's really, really well written, really well done. And the number one reason why I recommend it is I'm watching this thing. It's it's only eight episodes, so you know you can see the whole thing in a week. And I'm watching this thing, and the gal who's the lead on it, uh, Natasha Mecklone. I'm like, I probably butchered her name, but I'm looking at her and I'm like, Jesus Christ, where do I know her from? What does she look like? And she's been around forever, so you've seen her on stuff. But it's like really bugging me. Like, who does she look like? This is driving me nuts. Is it somebody in my family? Is it somebody I work with? No. And, and I'm just like racking my brain. And then Friday night comes around and Live FD comes back from their uh, hiatus. And oh my God, she looks like the female version of Dan Abrams. It's like these two were separated at birth or some shit. It's creepy Holy as hell. Shit. Yeah. Also, Live PD is like uh, the unspoken, always the show of the, the actual oh, that's show. That's always the show of the week. Like, if you're not caught up on Live PD, then fuck everything else we talked about. Like, Phantasm's not going anywhere. Yeah, it is the best. It is the most entertaining six hours you can watch. In any week. Or check out your daily Haley on YouTube for some great, silly, adorable videos. You see any of those, John? Yeah, dude. Fucking daily Haley is what's up. Yeah, John John knows what's up. Yeah, I've I've, I've uh, I know about the daily Haley. I ain't uh, clicking subscribe on that shit though. Hell no. Why not? Because you want, don't want to look like a pedo, John? I Yeah, I don't want to look like a pedo. <laughs> it's like yeah, they're gonna like, you know, FBI is going to kick in my door and they're going to see I'm subscribed to like Live PD, uh, Phantasm, uh, Svengali Appreciation Thread, and your Daily Haley. And they're going to be like, oh yeah, this guy's going to prison for a long time. <laughs> oh, fucking Svengali. That guy's awesome. Joe Bob Briggs is better, though. Go, that dude. No, fuck you. Svengali is the ultimate. Go subscribe at your Daily Haley. No one will think any negative thoughts about you. I promise. All right. Sorry. Just trying to make a penny, John. It's hard to make it out here as a free free content provider. These guys want their wacky whistles and their bells. They don't want to give me a dollar. <laughs> it's, it doesn't grow on a soundboard or anything. Yeah. I'm going to have to go back to work pretty soon. Probably not put as much time into shit like this. So what do you do for work these days, Tim? I'm trying to uh, get a job with this this new company that makes videos where I would be the sound engineer and uh, the video tech, but it's like nature. The guy goes out and he like pumps up nature. He's like, we're going to make peanut butter out of this fucking, these pine cones and shit. And you're like, I'm like, all right, cool. I think I can make this funny or cool or whatever. Um, but I got an interview with those guys and it looks pretty legit. And then, um, so, I mean, I'm hopefully getting something in the same field of, as what I want to do. Man, I want to see Tim drop it through the woods. <laughs> 
It's going to be awesome. The guy's like, can you do like hiking and like uh, climbing and shit? I'm like, belay on, motherfucker. <laughs> He has no idea. You're going to buy a whole new wardrobe. You're going to get special shoes and shit. Be like, yeah, what do you mean I can't smoke blunts? What? What? He said there's a celebrity cat that works there, so I have to be cool with cats. I don't know what celebrity cat is, but I am interested to meet this cat. Like, like Rocket Cat or something? Or? I don't know. I want him, want him to tweet my shit. Tweet Mr. Tim stuff. You want the cat, cat? to tweet your shit? <laughs> Celebrity cats are fucking awesome. It's got more subscribers than we do. Dude, that's no shit, bro. Like, there's some cats out there that are serious juggernauts of the internet. I have a theory that the internet was actually invented by cats to keep us distracted while they take over. I'm just, I wish there was more cat videos. The internet barely has any. Yeah, I don't know what alternate reality uh, you're in, but, uh. Kidding. No, when the internet started, it was just porn and cat videos. Yeah, if there's one thing that the internet lacks, it's definitely porn and cat videos. Can't get enough of that. Make yeah, make when, of when is somebody going to actually put some nude people on the internet? Jeez. I know. <laughs> this fucking Sears catalog is not doing it for me. Dude, do they still make the Sears catalog? That was the shit. No, they don't. They stopped doing all that shit. <laughs> yeah, this one's from the 80s. Dude, I remember in the Sears catalog, there would be like one page would be like a bunch of video games and toys and stuff. And you'd flip to the next page and it would just be like guns, like gun cabinet. You want a fucking 45? Here's this revolver. It's a 357, a Remington rifle, a 12 gauge shotgun. The very next page bra section. You're like, God, I want to be a man. Yeah. Here's the thing that freaking trips me up is. Every single year in the Sears catalog, in the Pays catalog, Montgomery Ward, whatever, they would always have that stupid Snoopy snow cone maker. And it like had its own page like this was the greatest freaking toy you could ask for for Christmas. A freaking snow cone maker in December. Let me guess, John, that your parents didn't get you the snow cone maker? Nobody ever got it because it's the stupidest gift ever. But still, you'd be like, oh, my God, look at those kids. They're making a fucking snow cone. Oh, my God, this is so cool. It's like it's like they must have bought a million of them from China, and they were trying to get through them in the warehouse. Got to unload these damn snow cone makers. This was a terrible decision. Yeah, exactly. This, this year, this is going to be the, the year, year that we wreck that we right our wrong from 1963 and we sell one of these fucking Snoopy snow cone makers. Why did we endorse that and Andre the Giant condoms? This is terrible. Seriously, did you guys ever know anyone that had one of those things? Andre the Giant condoms? Yeah. I have met someone that owned a snow cone maker, but I don't think it was a Snoopy snow cone maker. Well, yeah, I mean, there's, like, legit snow cone makers out there, too. But, I mean, this thing, you know, it's like a piece of cheap plastic. Like, how the how the hell could it actually make snow cones? Like, you go to the carnival, and they got, like, this big metal grinder thing for crushing ice. Yeah, I like the shaved ice, yeah. Well, see, that's shaved ice. I'm somewhat of an expert here. I worked at a shaved ice place for, like, one summer, okay? So, there's a difference between shaved ice and snow cone. All right, favorite flavor, Sid. You gonna go blueberry? I like 
toxic waste. It's like a greenish grayish color, and it tastes like banana and bubble gum. You ever know that uh, that weird kid who, uh, whenever he'd get like snow cones or go to the gas station, get soda, and he'd do suicides, which was like a little bit of every flavor in there. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Tiger's blood is also a really fucking good snow cone flavor. That's cherry and coconut. Delicious. I got Tiger's blood. I'm winning. Charlie Sheen? Is that Charlie Sheen? Yeah, winning. Yeah, (laughs) Charlie Sheen sounds like he would be a snow cone kind of guy. I don't know. I picture him as more of a shaved ice uh, connoisseur myself. Well, just because I'm dying of curiosity, what is the difference between shaved ice and snow cones? So it's all about the consistency. You know, picture like uh, you want shaved ice to be like the consistency of some fine toot you're about to snort. While on the other hand, you want uh, your snow cone to be more the consistency of meth you're about to smoke. You don't want it to be like a fine powder. You want to leave it like a light, you know, grade, not like almost like sugar in the raw. Did you pull that off of Wikipedia? That was oh a pretty, my God. That was good definition. That was a good readout. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, man. Yeah, you don't want you really don't want to smoke your meth if it's already in powder form because you're really going to waste a lot of it. But you uh, definitely don't want to try to snort cocaine unless it's a very fine powder. That way, it can penetrate the blood brain border between your like nasal oh cavity and your brain. Yeah, John, read Sid's Rock Basics. This is terrible. Sid's Free Base Basics. My first free base. It's just called Free Basics, all right? You know, I got to save time. Got to save money on printing ink and pages, letters. Letters hey, are kids. fucking expensive. Have you bought a vowel on Wheel of Fortune lately? <laughs> They're like 250 bucks. <laughs> Times are changing, man. Vanna White, she's wearing slacks. Dude, nowadays, I can't even get fucking Pat Sajak and Vanna White on my Wheel of Fortune. If y'all want to tune in every Saturday evening, I will be uh, destroying Justin Zane at Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy on alternating weeks. And on our PS4 uh, Wheel of Fortune, it has... The legit game show with the legit music and the announcer, but the hosts, Pat Sajak and Vanna White, have been replaced by cyborgs. Unnamed cyborgs. I think that's my favorite one of your streams, Sid. It's great because you can play along. It's like I'm throwing out guesses for you guys and shit and just wacky shit. I quit doing the wrestling show stream because I like tuned in and like actually went back and watched them. It was super lame, but the game show ones, you're right. They're fun. And thanks to your suggestion with the awesome cheesy game show music, it just like it it's maximum effect, dude. And I the fact that I'm on like this hot streak makes me really high on it because I just love uh, you know, hitting dab oil and just stomping Justin's ass at Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. It's a great way to spend a Saturday night. Well, that's what I do, help with production. Check out Mr. Tim Media for all your media needs. I know I do. I need work, please. If you have any money, I'll I'll record a voicemail recording for you. I will write you a rap song. I'll suck your dick, man. Give me some money. Oh shit. Um all right. oh, You never told place. me I could get a blowjob if I paid. 
Because I would have been paying. Sid, <laughs> yes. you don't have to pay. For blowjobs? <laughs> yeah, your money's no good here. Uh, nice. Can't turn a de- can't turn down a deal like that, man. Shit. Waggy, waggy, waggy news. Get us out of here with some wacky news, please. Oh God! Blazing comedy's wacky news. We leave no pot leaf unturned. We cover all the hard-hitting topics, like hard as ball sacks. All right, so Louisiana police tested meth for the Zika virus, and uh, it was actually a report put out to try to stop you know users from using meth. But I doubt. I doubt that'll stop meth users, but it it turns out that it was not did not have Zika virus, but it was it was a huge scare. I was I was worried for for a little bit. A lot of my shit comes out from that direction. Right. I I think that uh, Aaron Paul in Breaking Bad said it best. They make poison for people who don't care. So if you told a fucking tweaker that their meth had Zika virus. And they would probably be like, well, give me something that doesn't have Zika virus. And be like, well, kind of all of it has it right now. And they're like, well, shit. It's nice. They had a good run. Yeah. They're like, this has Ebola. And he's like, I don't care. You know, what if you told a meth head that there were insects on their meth? Crawling all over their meth. And that's how they get on their skin. That doesn't Uh, matter. They they wouldn't care. I smoke weed with with bug on it. Flick the bug off and smoke that shit. For sure, man. What am I, fucking Oprah? Bugs don't... I mean, what's a bug gonna do to my shit? You know what I mean? Vaporizes and... and the worst is if you get fruit flies in your dab wax, man. Because that shit's so sticky. Like, that's... <laughs> yeah, dude. Tell me about it. it. Like, fruit flies, they'll fucking fly over your dab wax. If you, like, leave your shit open, dude, they'll fucking get in there. And it's, it's, it's all so stuff sticky. I don't have to worry it's about. It's like flypaper. You don't get to worry about is what you. You mean, should John. be worried about it. You should yeah. be. <laughs> yeah, I should be. I should be it, it, even though it doesn't affect me, I should right. be concerned it's, for all the uh, dab users out there. It is quite problematic. Well, you're talking. It's, it's like adult literacy. Dab oil off all stars right here. Tim and I, we fucking hit fat dabs and get so high we can't see. Yeah, on a daily. Whoop. Yeah, no Zika virus here. So it was fake claims. All right, so what I can't really relate because, you know, like, even though the, you know, Sid Swami character has always been an advocate for meth, I don't actually really like meth. I actually really like meth. I actually really, 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 really like meth uh, anymore. So I don't really care. But, like, if somebody told me that all the, like, uh, hash oil and all the weed had fucking Zika virus, that would be, like, a nightmare. But fire beats plague, you know? So I think that I would still have to take a gamble. <laughs> it's like rock, paper, scissors challenge. Fire beats plague. Is fire beats plague, dude. When you put that shit in a vaporizer, it gets so hot. There's no way any fucking... Uh, there's no way any insect is surviving that or a virus. <laughs> Methadone beats heroin, even though it's technically the same thing. Yeah, and it's like you don't get herpes if you just pour scope mouthwash on your dick after after sex. I hope. You got to be really careful. You do because that burns. It does not feel good. The burn is the cleaning. Okay, next, more wacky news. <laughs> 
John is like, I'm completely fed up with y'all shit. Wagon news. Give me another story. In Michigan, a university released an annual list of banished words that they won't allow kids to say around campus or guests publishing their papers. One of them is POTUS, meaning President of the United States. Uh, they feel it's, it's it's disrespectful. And then the other word is yeet. Yeet, yeet, yeet all over your face. Fuck yeah. I love yeet, dog. I say that shit. That, uh, my buddy Cody Rogers, he taught me yeet. I thought it was German at first because he speaks uh, German a little bit. But yeah, it just means hell yeah. Yeet. I thought it means like jizz, like El Yeet all over her. Nah, nah, bro. That's it means... Skeet, skeet. Yeah, skeet. It's like, hey, bro, you want to uh, fucking smoke a blunt and drink a couple Twisted Teas? Hell yeet. Yeet, boy. You want to pick some fruit flies out of the dabs? Well, I mean, nobody ever wants to do that, so that's not something you'd yeet over, but be like, hey, I just picked the fruit flies out of my dabs. You want to fucking blast off? Yeet. Yeet. All right, Guinness confirms new blanket fort oh, no. as the largest blanket <laughs> fort in the world. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Fucking Guinness, the world records. Right, where'd this happen? Where'd they it's blanket fort? Oh, nice. Some British people are building a jolly old blanket <sighs> fort. Were they all wearing their pajamas when they did it? Because, like, I picture British people, they all have those, like, old school pajamas that, like, look like a gown. And they have the a cap that looks like Santa's cap, but without the ball. Like some Ebenezer Scrooge shit. Oh, yeah. They're all carrying candles, you know, like, on those little candle holders. I say, let's build a blanket for So, the chartered surveyor... Didn't want to come out to see it, so they almost abandoned the project. But then finally, Guinness is like, all right, we'll come look at your fucking stupid blanket for it. And then they gave him the award. Give us our reward, you shit. See, this, you is, shit. this is a kind of fucked up thing, because a lot of this stuff is just kind of silly, you know, and you're doing dumb shit. But don't people need blankets? Are they going around, like, stealing blankets from people or, like, buying up all the blankets in the Goodwill stores? You know, taking them away from legitimately cold people. Hit us up at Sid's Blanket Emporium. Only ten of them have the Black Plague. Come in now. Slightly soiled Blanket Emporium. 99% Zika virus and fly free. Come on down, you shits, at Newcastle upon Tyne. We're selling a bunch of blankets. (laughs) Wait, Governor, you need a slightly soiled blanket? (laughs) You think you're too good? to have a slightly soiled blanket these are world record winning blankets at affordable price don't you like deals you want some deals oh my god that's totally the scam they're like selling them now as uh like franklin mint certified world record blankets yeah you shits what's the last what's the last story of wacky news you shits all right on December 31st, last day of 2018, authorities in Florida said a fisherman reeled in a package that turned out to be filled with 60 pounds of suspected cocaine. And in other news, I canceled my trip to Florida this weekend. Fuck, man. Yeah. That was our fucking New Year's Eve cocaine. Well, it seems like every week we have a story about uh, cocaine in Florida. I just, I'm trying to keep up on on the news there and I'm I'm reading the stories. I think it's (laughs) poignant. So I think Sid, I should just 
have them put it in a bag instead of on the bottom of a lake. Do you think there would be like a legit uh, business in like cocaine salvage? Like just looking for these drug notes <laughs> to fucking <laughs> ditch their blow? We use sonar. Yeah, yeah, he's just like out there fucking it's salvaging like with, for with the cocaine. government shut down. Somebody's got to be out there looking for the cocaine. Right. Somebody's got to do it, John. <laughs> How about me and my super hyped up crew? All right, we're going. <laughs> um, we can go down to depths you wouldn't believe. It's like one of those things where you've got a crack team of former drug smugglers. They're like all reformed Colombians. <laughs> and they know yeah. all the spots to put. <laughs> yeah, Gaucho and the gang. Gaucho, Gaucho. I think that we've uh, figured out. All right, fuck. Uh, it was nice to know y'all. We're canceling the podcast. We're starting our new salvage team. You, if you want to talk about come see us down in Mobile, Alabama. We'll be down like, by the bay. You bring your Colombian to like an Arby's parking lot, and he like puts his nose to the ground like an Indian, and he can like be like four kilos. It went this way. It's all right. We got this, Sid. I got the RV. So stocked and ready. We got so we got to get the Colombians. We got to get uh, Bill Murray to reprise his role as Jacques Cousteau because I think the real Jacques Cousteau is dead, but Bill Murray isn't, so it'd be fine. And then I'm about a recipe, Sid, and I, I know neither of us are like, you know, science teachers like the guy in Breaking Bad was, but I think we can achieve this blue meth. I, w- I went to the store, I got some food coloring, mm-hmm. and we're gonna we're gonna just put it in it. I think that's what they did in the show. Right? Mm, no, there's actually like a real scientific reason, but it's been so long since I watched it, so I don't remember. So, um, <laughs> do you know? How to... <laughs> All right, I, th- I got it. I got it. Here's the thing: I think the moral of that show was making meth is bad, and that was a smart show. So let's not. He was the hero. He was the dark anti-hero. So we'll talk about that show real quick. Was I feel like the only character that came out likable at the end of that was Jesse, Aaron Paul's character. He was the only person at the end that I was like, oh, man, I feel bad for Jesse, which is kind of weird because he's like such a dickhead in the beginning of the series. But like everybody ends up being a piece of shit in that, except for like the kids. Yeah, but you see like how how Walter White like Jesse has best intentions and and thinks of Walter White almost like a dad and Walter White just takes advantage of him and like kills that fucking chick he loved and shit and it's like all right. Tim, I want you to say Walter White five times fast. Walter White, Walter White, Walter White. Why do I stumble on W's? Making me self conscious. Yeah, you got to work on that, bro. If you're gonna be a I rapper, you I don't gotta, know if it's like, like I don't know if it's a stumble. It's just kind of like a weird word to say really fast, you know. I noticed that I wrote I wrote some rhymes the other night, and I was like, I say that word really funny. I shouldn't be rhyming it like 15 times in a row. Well, maybe you gotta say it fast like a rap. You could be like, "What the bite? What the bite? What the bite? What the bite? What the what the what the what 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 the what the." It's hard, dude. It's hard. I got big cheeks. I got to fill up there. It's 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 process. It's bars. Hey, Sid. Sir. What time is it, man? Time to wrap it up, dog. That sounds like a good time, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, holler at me over at uh, YouTube.com. Uh, sir, or Mr. Mr. Meister. Yeah, it, just look up Sid Swami. It's the little cartoon dude. Uh, we got some videos with some deals. 
and giveaways and shit. Uh, BlazingComedy.com. Of course, you can get anything you want that is tall, dark, and handsome comedian-related over there. Yeah, I like that. John, where can we find you? Can can I do a little freestyle rap to take us out of here? Fuck, I hope so. All right, yeah. Because I got five years old, Walter White, in my light, right? Not everything is going to be all right because I got a night light. John Holland! John's got bars for days at the wall. He's putting bars in. Jimmy Walker used to say dynamite. <laughs> oh, God. That was terrible. <laughs> what? Oh, man. I would, on, I would, like, I would totally guys? follow a rapper on SoundCloud if it was all about like rapping names of 80s toys like Light Bright. Hell yeah, dog. On SoundCloud. You probably could do that, like, as mumble rap, bro. If you just got, like, a super banging-ass beat, and you were just, like, playing with my Ninja Turtles, jumping over all the hurdles, dog. I got the human power, and I'm on the tele hour. <laughs> Tim, are you getting this, bro? Like, this that's what rap is now. Yeah, check me out at Retro Ninja. It's just like, I'm, I'm sure oh, I'm I got my Ninja Turtle shit. I got the van that lost all the pizzas. My pizzas, they <laughs> killed a little kid. He tried to eat him and he choked to death on it. But I don't give a fuck. I got the brand new platinum shoe covered with the Sonic the Hedgehog from my Sega Game Gear. Eight, four, double A batteries to get the fuck off of me. Get bitch, please. I got 2XL. He's cool as hell. Got the fucking trivia. Yeah, what you gonna do when I'm fucking getting with you? Yeah, yeah. So there you go. That's that's it, dog. All right, post that wow. shit on SoundCloud. That was, fucking, that was, that was a banger. You just fucking throw like a dope ass beat behind that. I'm a mumble rapper, dog. So. Dude, that was so dope. That was really good. <laughs> See, that's the secret. I should, we should just like try mumble rapping instead of actual rapping. Wanna pee on you? Wanna pee on you? Wanna pee on you? Wanna pee on you? Yeah, uh, you know, I like I'm putting too much thought into it. I think who needs words and and oh, God, fuck this industry. I'm out. Thanks for tuning in. Wanna pee on you? Wanna pee on you? <laughs> Wanna pee on you? Wanna pee on you? All right, yeah, because I got. Five years old, Walter White in my light, right? Everything is gonna be alright because I got a night light. Jimmy Walker used to say dynamite. Oh god. That was terrible. Playing with my Ninja Turtles, jumping over all the hurdles, dog. I got the He Man power, and I'm on the tele hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got my Ninja Turtles shit. I got the van that lost all the pizzas. My pizzas that he killed a little kid. He tried to eat him and he took the death on it. I got the van that lost. I don't give a 
fuck, I got the brand new platinum shoe Coming with the starting the hedgehog from a second game gear 84 double A batteries, get the fuck off of me, bitch, bitch please I got 2XL, he's cool as hell, got the fucking trip yeah. What you gonna do when I'm fucking getting with it, yeah, yeah Yeah.